Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Okay, and hello everybody. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Shady Lady, and I'm joined by my lovely three co-hosts. Hi. Oh, hey. do we introduce ourselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm Nudesley. Welcome back. What's up? What oh, I'm in there. Yo. <laughs> Yo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I, I'm Fuchsia, and we are chaotic tonight, apparently. It feels Yo, a little Fuchsia. chaotic. This moon energy, we're just feeling very, um... Silly? Lunatics. We're feeling like lunatics, yeah. Yeah, it's feeling a little silly out here. Um, So, yeah, welcome back to the Celestial Podcast. Celestial, again, Celestial Cafe Podcast. Um, <laughs> today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about moon magic. What moon magic is information about the phases of the moon and a little bit about our personal practices with moon magic and how some simple things that you can do to incorporate moon magic into your daily practice and lives. Um, so we got a couple episodes coming up too. Next week will be a mini episode with me and Dukesley. We'll be chatting about meditation and how it is a uh, practice for death question marks. It's going to be a really <laughs> heavy and interesting say, topic. I, but... I've been thinking about uh, that episode and uh do you have it? Guts. That's why I keep thinking. Do, do, gonna, do, do you have it? Guts. It's going to wow. be an interesting one. Um, and what's our final episode for February? Um, that's it. Moon. I think that's all we have planned. That's the last one for the month? Okay. Yeah, after well, that one, we will be having our full moon one for March, I believe. That will yeah, be like the yeah, next yeah. one because on the schedule. So. Next, next week okay. is the last week, last full week of February. So the next episode will be the full moon episode on the 2nd. Okay. Yeah. Well, y'all can check out our website at celestialcafe.org for all of our social media links and how to support us on Patreon. We'd love to see y'all over there. We've got some blog posts that we're putting up once a week or so just to say hi to our little, our, uh, little supporters. We appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. Um, um, shout out to Duke's mom. And <laughs> oh, mom, um, you're killing it. That's the two shout outs so far. Oh my god, every episode sponsored by Duke'sley's mom. Um, um. She's she's the PTA mom for us. She would be making us cookies before like Aww. every episode and stuff. She's driving us in the minivan to soccer practice. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> that was so my mom. It's so she funny. bring us snacks halfway through. We get like yes. little baggies of like sliced cucumbers. And yeah, carrots. she would. She'd be the. She's the type of mom that would get the Scooby Doo fruit snacks and then divide Ooh. all the flavors up so that I would get all the opaque blue raspberry ones. Wow. Wait, what? Wow, spoiled. Like what? Open? You're saying that Low she key. would pre-open all of the bags and then just give you the, the blue? Sometimes, yes. Indeed. <laughs> that's some dedication. That's that's incredible. Um, True love. <laughs> so yeah, at the Celestial Cafe, we do love our tasty beverages and delicious or delicious beverages and tasty treats. But today we don't really. We all just hydrating. So yeah, we all just got water. We'll have water. Today's a friendly water. reminder. I did eat, like a ridiculous amount of chocolate covered strawberries over the last couple days. But. Mm, yep. Yummy. Yeah, Valentine's Day just today, passed. 
Today is an Ace of Cups kind of day. Fill your cup. Yes. Mm. Stay hydrated. Hydrate. Mm. Hydrate. This is very fitting for moon magic. Yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, so yeah, I guess without further ado, we're going to go ahead and um, jump into the episode. Yeah, I think that's all we got to say. Um, sounds good. So, moon so. magic. What the heck is that? Sounds pretty <laughs> yeah. simple, right? What? Like, it sounds... What is the moon? But what is the moon? Is she? No, that's a whole other. That's a whole other topic. What is the moon? <laughs> what is the moon? Oh my god. Um. So, but I like that you use the word she, Dukes. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So I I think that um in a lot of cultures, the moon is represented by a feminine force while the sun is defined by a more masculine force you're gonna this is gonna change from culture to culture mm-hmm. uh and belief system to belief system I've, I've definitely run into cultures that see uh the sun is feminine and the moon as masculine uh and but uh, to me i always see mama moon in the sky looking down and and before i guess before we even get any further on that um if, if we even want to de-gender the moon. I think that mm. uh, we we can talk about the it, 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 like almost like a yin yang quality between the moon and the sun, right? And and mm-hmm. when we talk about the moon, it's really hard to not talk about the sun at the same time. They're they're two sides yeah, of the same of coin. Uh, so so we're probably gonna be talking quite a bit about sun stuff too, solar solar ideals, just as sort of a reference point. And we do I have mean, a full episode planned talking specifically about solar magic yeah. too. So stay tuned Ooh. for that. Yeah, that's gonna be in the summer, I think. Um, and I don't know, I. I to me, when the moon represents this yin energy, um, one of the biggest words I associate with yin is embodiment rather than like forward movement action that comes with maybe um, a more, the, the more assertive sun. Um, moon's a little bit more subtle. It's a little bit more um, like show, don't tell sort of energy when I think the sun just kind of likes to fill up a whole space and create energy in that way. The moon um, sort of encapsulating this, this, um, I don't know. It's more this subtle in how it affects yeah. our daily lives. Like besides yeah. just how it lights up the night, which it doesn't even do that every single day, much like yeah. the sun does, right? The sun is reliable. Just. It's always there. It's a constant kind of presence. The moon mm-hmm. kind of fades in and out. And it, um, I... When was it? This, I don't know when it was determined exactly that like the moon was in control of like the tides and things like that. But um, oh yeah, I don't know about that. It's uh, a <laughs> it's uh, one of those things that it's like uh, it's not very like I feel like even now it's not not super well known. Like I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of people are still like unaware of the like apparently the ways in, that the moon affects us. Did a quick yeah. old Google over here, sixteen eighty seven, and it was our good old Sir Isaac. Newton explain oh, shit. So that's not even that long ago explain right? that like... ocean tides result from the gravitational attraction of the sun and the moon on the oceans I mean, of the earth that was in my lifetime so oh wait hold <laughs> on <laughs> okay. uh we're shifting the episode topic right now uh we have so many questions vampirism <laughs> um it's i amazing. think one other quick thing too um is uh the moon is very heavily associated with like um people with uteruses menstrual cycles too oh, it's yeah. very commonly associated there Wait, so i'm getting mixed information too because now i'm seeing pythias back in 320 bc related spring tides to the phases of the moon 
So it looks like, and and this is honestly, I think this is kind of typical of a lot of main just like, a wizard. modern mm-hmm. science and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. it's retellings of things that ancient peoples knew. Um, yeah, like, like once the, yeah. the confirmation kind of yeah. comes yeah. in, yeah. Now yeah. they just have better ways to actually prove it. And then the or the information was lost and rediscovered or or shout out a, to the Library of Alexandria or, or oh my god rest in peace or it was like a known thing in like some cultures but we didn't listen to them because we're white people and we know everything that's a common thing actually uh, yeah. true yeah like that actually actually a real thing that has yeah. happened throughout history unfortunately haha look at these silly and, people and about... wait let's do it but it, let, rename it now it's ours better team yeah yeah um okay so off topic so... a little bit but um uh moon magic uh what i want to what i what i like the most about moon magic i think is the rhythm and cycles of it and yeah. the reoccurring nature and and in some ways the predictability but the unpredictability um mm-hmm. like you you know that the moon is going to get full once a month you know that it's going to be empty once a month and but i always like wonder what was it like before knowledge existed in books and you just kind of like put the pieces together on your own of like you know because the moon's in a different spot this is the other thing it's yeah. un- it, it, it feels unpredictable unless you're studying it maybe um but you in tune with it so you go out at night and you just start randomly looking around the sky and you're like i know it's got to be around here somewhere but maybe it rose five hours earlier that day and maybe it's not going to be visible at night on your side of the earth and is it a crescent today is it a half moon is it full is it going to be bright and orange low to the sky or is it going to be a little tiny white dot at the top of the sky like it looks different it feels different every day Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i think that that is a huge mirror um, and a metaphor, maybe even, for um, our emotional states. Uh, I, yeah. I think not only does the moon affect the tides, but we're also like majorly water. Our bodies are made majorly of water. So yeah. we're absolutely, in my opinion, um, <laughs> affected by the gravitational forces of the moon as well. And I think it has a, yeah. a massive impact on um, the way that we exist, our state of being. And obviously, because I feel like that's the thesis of Celestial Cafe, right, is studying moon magic like we we launched the podcast around full moon and the astrology with it and how it how you can surf through those those energetic pulls so it's high time to discuss this uh on a bigger level because we usually just talk about the full moons now we want to spend some time today and talk about all the phases of the moon that happens in one lunation cycle (laughs) uh so it's pretty exciting and all all four of us here practice moon magic in some capacity so Uh, like or, or are just active participants in Luna's presence and I mean wisdom. there's a reason we started this podcast as being around the full moon yeah <laughs> so. for sure yeah, we're, yeah. We, we all we all vibe here it's um, interesting yeah. because I think that tarot brought us together but the thing that that keeps us lined up I'm not even really sure how to say it but we ended up creating a, a cre- made a creative thing together based around the moon yeah. um and that is what has kind of like cemented us into a like a regular mm-hmm. schedule with each other um, and we've kind of created like you were mentioning like the moon is kind of in control of these cycles and like phases and stuff like that and it's interesting that like we were in alignment with like the full moon to begin with like this this time yeah. of like energy and celebration that's when we all come together to have these like magical discussions well it's and then funny. like the other weeks well, are filling in but when we when first... we, when we... Oh, I think, I think you're we going were there. just going to say the same thing. <laughs> when we first started, we tried doing it on the new moon, 
and it was That's just like right. so low energy like yeah. none of like like we yeah, had to we drag ourselves out of bed like there was no interaction like like because like nobody has energy in the new mood and then we were like what if we do the full moon instead and, and then sometimes it's been absolutely chaotic but but celestial cafe originally started as just a discord group meetup it wasn't even um yeah. a podcast and uh we were we would do like let's meet up and read tarot together and so it was based around a community and i definitely noticed a tangible uh change in behaviors yeah. from the like let's meet up on the new moon and read tarot together everyone's quiet no one's assertive um people are more in their feelings and yeah, and not like sharing exhausted. no yes. webcams no, no i don't want to be on webcam i don't want to talk i'm just here to listen and then we do it yeah. on the full moons people show up makeup on <laughs> There. Look yeah. at all these tarot decks I got. I want to tell you everything. <laughs> There's totally different, tangible yeah. energy yep. levels mm -hmm. based on the new moon or full moon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, I, and I think that's one of the things that really, before we started doing our full moon meetups or even new moon meetups, like I worked with the moon, but I was never really conscious of that mm. specific energy, like playing out on a cycle um but right. like once once we started doing that like we were like oh yeah it's the full moon i actually have energy look at this it's the full moon again i have energy look at this it's the new moon i don't mm -hmm. want to do shit um kind of thing and and yeah. like it's one of those things that if you look back that's always been a a common factor but i wasn't aware of it until i actually started working with the moon in this capacity and it's just one of those synchronicities that um like the magic of the moon is always there whether you know that you're working with it or not yes it, it just as the sun is always around the moon's secretly always around too uh <laughs> both of their presence are um forward facing in different ways and uh i like the word subtle for the moon i think that while the sun i mean just fills up our whole planet with a specific energy like visibly <laughs> every day the moon likes to wax and wane and sort of do a little dance in the sky and uh that's why i love her uh i think that she's in this really gentle flow all the time and uh i think is a good mirror for a lot i like of the word gentle too because it's yeah. it, and gentle subtle soft um like words like receptive um yeah. and this is like the traditional archetypal archetypical feminine energy um and the sun yeah. and what i found interesting y'all know me and my esoterica shit but the sun and the moon correspond with the two different hemispheres of the brain so the left yeah. side of our brain which is more focused on um, logic, rationalization, uh, math, where one plus one equals two, black and white thinking, structured, solid, firm. Mm -hmm. This is more associated with masculine solar energy um, and the right side of the brain, which is the creative side of the brain. Um, mm -hmm. Is magician side <laughs> intuition change fluidity reflection there's the feminine energy art creative um yeah. splatters coloring outside of the lines nothing really it's like nothing really makes sense it's uh yeah. and i think that, that that's the side that also processes language and and more mm -hmm. fluid things like that connection um, yeah mm -hmm. so and the, i guess it would probably be the more social side and the right side's yeah. more like beep or how do i get food today you know it's a little more robotic feeling um another but, like good comparison i think with the sun and the moon too is like um summer and winter um yeah. a much yeah. more like physical feeling like uh the winter time is much more like internal right reflect self-reflective 
um restful whereas summer is much more like energy you know and it's yeah. because like the plants are are growing right and the animals are active and so ancestrally like that's where we needed to be most active as well too the sun is the giver of energy whereas like the moon is the time for for rest and shelter yes. kind reflection, of reflection so, thinking yeah. like yeah definitely and intuition reflection is a great moon word i think because mm. uh, it's a reflection is it not it, it, it literally yeah. is yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's the biggest mirror we have yeah. uh, <laughs> in the it's, sky it's... and it's the closest and that's important too uh, we talk about mercury in such a way too because it's one of the closest fastest planets but then we got the moon which is right there in comparison and it's, it's zipping zooms. around it's yeah. so the moon's fast. the closest it's, to yeah, us yeah. too which is i like i find it interesting that like the sun is definitely, it's hard to to miss the sun, right? Like, it's always right. there. But it's so much further away than a lot of not these other kind of, like... like us. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so I guess that, that will lead us. So there's one thing I want to say before we start. And feel free to look this up, fellow hosts, if you don't know this. I want everyone who's listening right now to take a moment and find out what the moon phase was on the day that they were born um on their birthday that? um oh, you can look that up on google um put in your birthday put in moon phase uh and so ty was, you're oh, a full yeah. moon baby because your moon is opposite your sun oh. um <laughs> i'm a new moon baby so i was I born I was on a, a new moon crescent. yeah my waxing moon and my sun are direct also waxing crescent waxing crescent um, okay when i googled it it says um waning gibbous no no on google actually... This is the first um, phase after the full moon where the illumination of the moon decreases. So it mm. might have been like the day after the full moon because they are opposite each other on my chart. Okay, okay. That's the cause of a lot of conflict for me, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, uh, full, uh, whenever I see full moons in a chart, I'm always like, uh-oh, that's a so lot of I conflicting very, energy. I was very wrong, apparently. I was a waning gibbous. <laughs> that is the waning opposite gibbous. of a waxing okay. crescent. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's literally the exact uh, so, so, so we have almost so you and Shady are both waning gibbous and then yes. Duxley, did you say what you were I'm a new moon baby I was oh, born okay. on the moon uh, like, I'm waxing crescent so no, okay. we so almost I really, have all I really quickly no, just, just want to waxing gibbous I really quickly just want to say that, that waxing energy is building energy mm -hmm. waning yeah. is is losing energy or or kind of like coming to a resting moment um yeah. so waxing energy is like always building up building up mm -hmm. building up to the full yeah. moon and waning we're waning down we're winding down right yeah we're reflecting it was we're yeah okay. it was a waxing gibb so i was like i could have sworn it was waxing it was okay. and <laughs> I, i'm okay. immediately in my head wanting to connect these with introversion extroversion mm -hmm. um sure yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, and and I, I just want to plant that seed into anyone who's listening head. We're going to be going through all the moon phases. And uh, for those that were born in a specific moon phase, maybe you'll find in the future when we are in that phase, maybe you'll have more or less energy. This, mm. I think a really cool part about moon magic is the awareness of this very specific cycle. So a lunation. That's a big fancy word for the cycle of the moon. Um, and one lunation is around 29 and a half days. Uh, so 
We usually get one lunation a month. Sometimes we get lucky and get two, and then that's a blue moon, which we'll be talking about. There, there's 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 a lot that that happens in that yeah. twenty nine and a half day period. There's a lot uh, of different like energetic changes as you kind of yes. go through. We have these different lunations that happen throughout the year, and each lunation is broken down into eight phases of the moon. Yes. Um, and we're gonna start by talking about. I think Dukes wants to start with the new moon. Yes, and I want to say that this is really exciting for people who are watching this on Monday when it releases on podcast platforms because this on Monday it's a new moon. So you will be Ooh. going into this new cycle with all this knowledge and and technically th these cycles start on new moons. So if you're listening on Monday, you're going Get to ready. be well prepared yes. for the upcoming phases or if you're watching right now live on twitch.tv/heyshadylady you get you get a few days to prepare y'all got to y'all get to study yeah y'all get a head you start do. yes so new moon it's when the sky is dark it is quiet the sun's warmth is absent from the moon's influence it's still there i mean like the sun is still doing its thing it's very very it's probably the most subtle that the sun is during a, a moon phase uh but the new moon it it, it is so subconscious uh and i think that um the big the big phrase that is associated with new moons is new beginnings rebirth rebirth um mm -hmm. uh, we, we were talking about what we compare like moon cycles to i, I compare it to phoenix energy I was just um, about to say phoenix like this is the ashes period this is the ashes yes and um this is a wonderful time uh and the moon she rebirths every single month it never ends she is she is the queen of of living dying and then living again and then dying again and then living again it's amazing and and i think that she's such a good representative of just this natural flow that us humans go through all the time and um i don't know this this rebirth reborn period that the moon is in uh you can't see her but you can feel her sort of energy it's all about welcoming in newness calling back your energy for transformation uh uh this is like a such a good time for like journaling, goal setting, vision boards. Just a, a lot of people use the new moon to like manifest. I I don't know if I agree with so, that. So I what what they try to say, and I get, this is varying depending on your own beliefs, of course. Take take what you want and what you resonate with most. But um, yeah. it's more of this is the seed planting times. So yeah. I love to yeah. use like the growing plant as the. Um, metaphor for kind of moving I would almost see this as far as seed planting like this is the moment of, like you've got a pot with soil in it and you haven't even decided yeah. on the seeds to put in yet so this exactly. is where yeah. so the idea then is that you can prep your manifestations to work on them through your yeah. it's your planning kind of period of okay this is what I want to manifest this month and you can kind of get that in motion and then work it up through and then yeah. the full moon yeah. ideally would be you reaping Blue. those benefits and then giving yeah. thanks and gratitude because, kind of because a thing. Like celebration we, we like we discussed the new moon does not come with a burst of energy so this is the time for for the thinking and then like yes as, like no, the this is a reflection this is yeah. this is like a looking yeah. it, it, yeah. in some ways i don't think it's like a deep looking back but i like journaling because we're reflecting yeah. what didn't work last cycle what can we do this cycle and a big a, a sentence i saw last night when i was like kind of preparing for this episode was call on what is missing or what you're needing right now mm -hmm. like whatever you spend setting the last intention cycle doing. yes yes yeah. so those are like in my opinion like the seeds that you're planting those those intentions that you're hoping to kind of tend through and i think real quick it's um 
important to mention that the the moon is dark during this time because it's between us and the sun. So not yeah. fully where it's like an eclipse, but um, the the idea is that the, the sun is not reflecting. It's reflecting on the backside of the moon that we can't see during that time, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we have a full moon, it's on the opposite side. So the sun is fully reflecting on it. The shadow of the earth is actually what casts the um, the shadow on the moon. Right. Right. And that's, and that's, and, and so there's also a bit of earth magic that comes mm -hmm. into moon magic, right? It's very, yeah. it's very nature based. It's like how uh, the earth is affecting the moon and how the moon is affecting us yes. in return kind of a thing. It's this like relationship between the two, which I think is really like um, perfect. And actually, something I'm going to really dive into later is. Um, <laughs> gardening by the moon cycles oh, so cool. which i've been doing yeah. a lot of research into and it's really fascinating oh that's so, really cool yeah, we'll 30 day later. cycles for gardening is pretty interesting to think about uh but yeah i just i don't know new moons it's a really good time to like really think about what you want to do it is a great time for goal setting and, uh, and especially over a 29 and a half day period uh seeing what you can accomplish what you can learn what you can gain over that time period and sort of using the new moon as like this checkpoint of like okay uh new cycles new 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 lunation new me right uh so uh let this be a little mini rebirth for yourself and and uh, create some good uh, foundations for yourself. And, and if you're feeling lost, this is also a great time to get deep and, and dig deep for that clarity, like for that guidance that's deep down inside because the quiet of the moon is deafening. Uh, the wisdom comes through so strong during new moons, uh, at least for me, where it's just, uh, she's quiet, I'm quiet, I'm receiving. Uh, and I think that's a really good word for the new moon too, just sort of receiving, being open to whatever is going to come your way rather than maybe being the one manipulating the energy yourself. Um, just sort of listening, being in tune. The the most energy I think that needs to be output during a new moon is just simply the, that mental mm. energy. I associate the new moon with air element and like third eye sort of energy where it's just like, yeah, I, I'm answering questions. I'm doing vision boards. I'm I'm journaling. I'm I'm just like getting intimate with like my big beautiful mind and my my goals and stuff like that. So uh, this is where I think a lot of it too depends on like our our practices and so on. But um, I actually do more workings on like the new moon than I do kind of throughout the rest of the moon periods. Mm -hmm. And um, I I do a lot of uh kind of dark moon magic. A lot of the uh, the spirit connections that I am fostering are right. much more active during the dark moon times. Um, if you guys are looking for a book of blood and bones is a fantastic book that focuses all on dark moon magic. Oh, um, and it's a really great kind of just inspiration guide on how to layer your practice. So like it walks you through mm -hmm. like how to make a dark moon oil and then how to use that oil to make a candle and then yeah. how to use that candle in a ritual and then how to make a protection uh, right with that those same materials so it's uh, fantastic cool. of blood and bones and we'll have that linked down below but fantastic book highly recommend if you're cool. interested in the kind of the the darker side of the moon and and focusing more on um it is a uh, just so, as a like a, a trigger warning and stuff like that but it, it does talk a lot about using bodily fluids um mm. dead animals bugs insects it, it is a like a a grittier uh book when it comes to like yeah. witchcraft it, it's not all love and light so just keep that in mind if it's something you're interested in but highly highly recommend if you are 
am interested and, in that kind of darker side of things. And we have so, mentioned the phrase dark moon a few times. Uh, can uh, Panther, you're the one talking about the most. Do you mind talking about what exactly well, the dark moon is? You, if you do your research in Google, you're going to find all of the most mixed things imaginable. I have never been able to find like a pure definition. So how I go based on it is I, I, I do refer to it as the dark moon. But for me, the dark moon is when it is completely uh, dark. Yes. The, the shadow has fully encompassed. And the new moon is when there's just the slight sliver. So if you're yeah. using it kind of like a uh, Dukesley's Phoenix metaphor, she has been reborn already, right? There's that little bit of life there. Whereas dark moon is complete shadow, complete darkness. Okay. Yeah. But that's that's uh, how yeah. I use. Oh my god! But everybody does it differently. But, Some people use it interchangeably. That's how I line yeah, up. A too. lot of people. A lot of people will call the um, the dark moon the new moon. Like some people. Like what a lot of practitioners call scientifically it's just the new moon yeah. right if you're just right. talking about it yeah. but like um Energetically, in the witchcraft spirituality yeah. sphere that's yeah. where you get the two different terms and there's kind of that conflict there a little yeah. bit well but, because and, it, and, it's not new until there's something there is kind of how i feel about it um mm -hmm. like there's no new growth yet uh so mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's like it's to me like the dark moon. If we're looking at the gardening thing, the dark moon is like the flower pot and the new moon is the soil is in it and you're getting ready to put a seed in um, right. kind of thing. So it's it's like right. just an empty flower pot that has nothing in it. And you're you're just like full. You, you just dumped out the old flower like you dumped right. the old thing out and now you've set it back down in front of you and you're pondering before you start to put that soil back in. Like that's the moment yeah. of the dark moon to me. So yeah. for those who are listening on the on this new moon, uh, this would be just such an awesome day to plan ahead a little bit and and start to think about some goals that you want to hit within the next twenty nine days or then over the next two lunations or the three next three lunations. Uh, the world is your oyster and the moon is your pearl, and she will help guide you. And it, it, it it's it, just just and get serious. You know the moon. The, this is the most serious that the moon is. So you might as well. Be a little serious with yourself and, and, and just dig deep into your subconscious, get some clarity and uh, start to radically play. And this you know? is definitely um, out of all of the moon phases, this is the biggest inward pull. Like we talked yeah. about with like doing our celestial cafe meetups. Nobody really wanted to be there. No one wanted to be on camera. Everyone wants to be like co cocooned up alone. Um, so this is it's definitely like journaling time pull in. And however that looks for you, where do you get the yeah. most insight from yourself? Is it like the two, the 20 minutes after you wake up in the morning and you're still kind of tiptoeing in dream world? where you can pull some of those symbols out and kind of understand what your subconscious is really feeling at the moment. Is it a tarot? Is it pulling tarot cards for yourself? Is it meditation? Yeah. Um, is it sitting out in your yard under the moon for, you know, a moon meditation yeah. or something? What is it that actually uh, helps you tap into your intuition and subconscious mind and get that yeah. information? Yeah. And also shout out to fellow new moon uh, babies, because I can say from my experience as a new moon baby, I have tons of energy on new moons and i am dead asleep on full moons i i sleep throughout the whole day on full moons that is my my recovery time so uh your mileage may vary but i'd say that the average person uh is is less energized on new moons uh i think mm -hmm. I, i'm just built differently uh built differently built differently um so as we go into like the waxing moon phases um waxing moons is a source like the majority of what i do is on new moons and dark moons um the the waxing moon phases is like 
where I do almost everything else, I guess. Like for mm-hmm. me, like I, I barely do anything on like waning or full moons. It's like all at the beginning of the month. I guess mm-hmm. that's when I have like the most momentum and energy. But um, waxing moon phases are all, this is where you're bringing everything in, right? It's it's growing. As the moon grows kind of throughout the month, this is where you can do your your money magic workings. You, you're working those manifestations. This is where you give more energy to those vision boards. Um, if you have like a wish box or anything like that, this is a great time to kind of give feed more yeah. extra energy in yeah what do, what do you guys think about like waxing moon energy the, I, the waxing phase and this probably comes from me being born during a waxing phase is like my favorite it's my favorite time to work with um like there's the three there's the three phases of waxing there's the waxing crescent the first quarter and the waxing gibbous um and all of that is like like as the moon grows the like my power i feel yeah, like the energy grows. just ramps up the energy and just ramps up. you guys so make like, like solid distinctions between the um the crescent the half and the i do the gibbous in your I do. okay i just kind of lump it all into wax and that's totally totally it kind of yeah like it kind of like i don't got time the the, the, <laughs> the intention kind of gets all lumped together as like a, as a growing phase but the yeah. i definitely feel the difference in the energy between the like the waxing crescent where it's just starting to grow versus the waxing gibbous where it's almost a full moon like it's almost mm-hmm. complete and so like i feel the different energies even though like throughout the entire waxing phase i'm working on the same thing right um, and and so. i think i think that uh so something i see quite commonly with uh the witches is that a lot of people do manifestation work on new moons and i disagree with that i think new moons are meant for collecting and then waxing crescent begins and then you start to do some magic and then you start to do some spell work um uh, when when the the moon just starts to poke her head through and and she's like she's like hello uh and and then it's like because when when the moon's dark it's just sort of like I don't know. Uh, the 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 energy is supposed to be a little bit more inward. I think a lot of this yeah. is going to depend on on each individual person and kind of how you see power and everything. Because I guess like um, we'll we'll get more into this into like when we get to the personal side of things. But um, we could probably go ahead and sprinkle in here because I I I think we probably should just as we're going okay. through this. Um, <laughs> so because but... yeah, kind of like how I mentioned, like this is where a lot of like my spirit relationships and stuff that I have. This is when they're most active. So it makes sense for me to be putting a lot more energy right. in here during this phase. Whereas their while the moon's energy might be increasing and so on, their energy might be decreasing kind of throughout the month, right? If mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I, I guess it depends on like what, what you're focusing working. on. And if if you're focusing mostly on the moon, if that's your main like um ally that you work with during in your magic, then it makes perfect like sense yeah. to to wait until the moon is showing again, right? To do that. But if uh you're just using the moon as kind of like a um a secondary correspondence and you're focusing more of your magic on other things, then it, it, it doesn't matter at quite as much, I guess I would say it can still yeah. be like an amplification or an extra thing to kind of layer into your practice, but it might not be your main focus. Yeah. And like, uh, I think there are like strengths to doing specific types of magic during dark moon phases, mm-hmm, uh, such sure. as even stuff like hexes and curses you're working in yeah. the shadows. Right. Uh, I do and, a lot of like, like protections, yes. um, is my big one. Uh, yeah. and then like cleansings, like tons yes. and tons of just like, that's when I go through and like whole house, 
house cleanse yeah myself like yeah. a ritual baths are great during that time and oh, then yeah. um putting up your protections as you so kind of move through something i've learned as like a moon practitioner is that it's always a good time for a moon bath every every phase <laughs> it, it, for sure it is always good to get into a, a bathtub a phrase <laughs> that i've been seeing a lot in relation to moon magic is constructive and deconstructive um mm. and so for new moon magic i see it described a lot to focus on deconstructive or de like working things down so yeah. that would be breaking like whatever breaking things um breaking spells whatever breaking it is curses, um, breaking yeah. curses um and then the constructive magic from what I was looking up researching starts on the the little sliver of moon that comes yes. out on that yes. uh, waxing crescent. Um, that's and how that's, I work. That's when yeah. you start to work on constructive magic, constructing mm -hmm. things, building things. That's um, why I specifically use the word manifestation magic, like to invoke um, like energy and empowerment and uh, creation is usually that that's usually when the waxing starts for me uh, like um, just like sort of calling in more um, action oriented spell work uh, that requires me to um, I don't know invoke uh, energies to uh, uh, create the outcome I want which is manifestation I, I tend to wait for that until it starts to appear in the sky physically another visual i like to focus on for the moon is an inhale and an exhale um yes, and so imagine I like a, a, a rapid um like the moon rapidly going through its phases um the dark like the dark moon and it fills into a full moon and fills into a dark moon imagine that happening yeah. in like one a couple of seconds mm -hmm. and the exhale mm -hmm. out where you're like all of the air has left your lungs but you haven't quite started the inhale yet is the new moon and then yeah. once you start that that like pulling in of new air, that's where the waxing crescent begins. That's yes. the beginning of the inhale. When your lungs are at their fullest potential, you have all of this energy pulled in and you're feeling fully energized with that oxygen. That is the full moon. And, yeah. as soon, and you hold mm -hmm. the breath there for a second in the full moon moment. And then as soon as you start to release some of that air, the carbon, what carbon dioxide, monoxide, I don't know what <laughs> a science, the carbon, whatever the, the hell it is. Um, yeah. Once that starts to leave your mouth. Carbon dioxide. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Like yeah, oxygen and carbon dioxide out. CO2. Um, <laughs> not carbon so, monoxide. We were well, <laughs> no, that's bad. Look, I My friends so to be smart. a scientist. Um, but as soon as that air starts to leave your lungs, the minute you start the exhale, that is the waning mm -hmm. gibbous moment. That is the deep, that's the, the start of the exhale, the release of the energy, releasing what is not serving you. It's leaving your body. You've pulled in what you can, and it's starting to integrate and become yeah. one with what you are and then you release what is now toxic to you poisonous yeah, was, to you right i was about to use the phrase detoxifying yeah. yes uh release, yeah. let go um yes. real quick i'm gonna derail us some like for one second but we've got so many like good like topics and i kind of want to rope this all in until just like great ways to connect to the energy of the moon we mentioned baths and i feel like a lot of that is because of the moon's inherent association with water um yeah. like meditating in a bath or and then the other thing is breathing like um just the the motion of our breath is very similar to a tide and that's one thing is like if you have a body of water that does have any sort of like tighter current like i have lake erie near me or if you have the atlantic or pacific ocean or whatever ocean is near you even like um sometimes large ponds you might see some sort of motion um but breathe like with the waves as they come in and out that's like a great like um just a little meditation kind of exercise to help connect with like the 
the motions of the moon and how it affects like the the external water and then our internal water too right yes i agree uh I'm gonna get all into full moon baths uh, in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think that the, the full moon is just so great for bath time. If you had to choose one phase, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's and and to speak on elements within the full moon, I do think that the moon in and of herself is water based. But yeah, I like to sure. view the phases as a flow through all the elements. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the new moon and the waxing crescent is very air. Um, it's very in like you're you're processing, you're you're gathering information, mm-hmm. you're visualizing, and then the first quarter comes in with that fire. Um, and by the way, the way that I use the f- the first quarter and the third quarter or the last quarter um, is um, it's kind of just checkpoints for me. Um, like and and that's when I start to view like the the element shift that happens during every moon phase. So now the first first quarter hits. Okay, we got a burst of fire. Uh, that's that's backing up our very um imaginative planning phase we start to energize ourselves. that's also waxing gibbous we're moving we're being courageous we're strong and then the full moon hits and it's water <laughs> there's there's that pure water energy it's all about recharging um self-care healing um create like a more subtle creation and blooming energy it stays water throughout the waning gibbous and then the the, the last quarter in waning crescent is earth um where we sort of settle back into ourselves um you need more of that grounding energy kind of you have to like recenter yourself especially after all that like high water emotion yes yes. and usually at the end of the uh, of a cycle we start to set more boundaries supporting ourselves um foundationals so that when we start the next lunation once again with the new moon we are properly grounded properly prepared so uh uh, uh, that's just the way I view it, <laughs> but uh, the, I, I've I've always seen like this first step of the moon phase to be very um, windy and then fiery, uh, and and kind of have that propel us through the 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 rest of the phase. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, so we we talked about like waxing crescent. Um, like like Panthera said, some people just sort of bundle up all the waxing moment and i think that's totally fair because the differences between all of them are are pretty minor i would say Mm -hmm. but like like i said i view waxing crescent as more of an air element so i'm still doing some planning i'm still doing some like invoking and some imagination work Mm -hmm. here but i'm starting to put plans into action and then once the first quarter hits i'm like okay if i didn't start getting my shit done then it's, I yeah. gotta get it done now. I like the accountability um, that you hold yourself to. Because I will say one of the main reasons why I kind of lump waxing and waning in together is um, I tend to get stuck in a perfectionist mindset. I've mentioned this in some of our other episodes, but I'm mm. sometimes can be very much in the, well, I missed the full moon, so I just won't do what I was planning on doing. Like I didn't have enough energy that night or whatever, so I'll just skip it entirely and do it next month. Whereas like that eventually can accumulate into not doing anything for several months so although the thing about seeing it like as a chunk for me at least personally is if i miss one day it's like i still have tomorrow i have the next two weeks so the energy like like, the thing about these moon phases is that they last a couple of days like the energy is lingering around for a few days so you don't yes yes, you could try to optimize like the moon is at peak fullness at 6 14 p.m in this time Mm -hmm. zone and this you you could try (laughs) you could do that if you really want to and sure it's going to have some 
worthwhile. Like, yeah. But y'all should see time, my like first book of shadows. Like, man, I had it like out down to like. If the you were using it, second, this like, is it the was same so thing. Bad. This is the same thing I tell streamers though. If you're using these things as procrastination techniques, quit it. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. the full yeah. happens. Like, be able to acknowledge that part of yourself. Like, Dukesley, how you do like, it, I feel like ha- is very like healthy. It's like that accountability or check-in points. I like that a lot. That might be something yeah. that I start to like. Wait. Incorporate even if it's just like okay we're halfway through the waxing have I done yeah, what I wanted I to do yet okay yeah, I, yeah. I should like, do that like tomorrow then if I haven't and already. how can I invoke like, some fire today how can I yeah. uh, alchemize the the wind into the fire that's how I kind like, of process quarters the like the waning the waning crescent lasts three days the and then there's right. the quarter that lasts a couple days and then there's the each phase uh, lasts ibis. approximately it like lasts three a to few four days, days and like right? like yeah. when we talk yeah. about the full moon is on this day but the energy of the full moon like the yeah mm-hmm. the full it's moon peak. Is, it exists it, at least a full day before yeah. and a full day yeah. after so you do and have I, a window i still yes. like i will sometimes use like the energy of the full moon um like two or three days after because the energy yeah. is still there um especially since like if you've been working on something for this entire moon cycle like the energy is still there to take advantage of yes. and also this was one thing i wanted to mention um you can one of the things i really love is uh not magic and one of the things mm-hmm. i do is if it's like a full moon i tie up the energy of the moon in a like piece of string and then so like what do you the do things... the actual what's it called like tying up the moon where you hold yeah, it you, you hold your hold knot it. in front of the moon so that you and see you, the moon yep. through your knot and then you tie so, it shut and that like yeah, captures so, so the energy of it that's so cool to me i just learned about that the other day yeah, yeah if there's something that like like say you've been working on something all month and you really want to use the energy of the full moon but that day you don't actually have the energy yourself. You just go oh. to the moon, you look at the moon with a piece of string and you tie up the moon in, in um, like it, you That's can do this really with cool. any phase, but I do it with the full moon. You can tie up the energy of the full moon. And then a few days later or whenever, when you are actually like, you are able to sit down and do the rest of that working that you wanted to do on the full moon, but you didn't have the energy. That's actually a really cool spell. I've never heard of that. I just learned about it this week. So that's so cool that you do that. One thing that I've always done is make moon water on whatever Mm. phase that I I need right now. And I keep a, I have like so many bottles of water. (laughs) I've got like storm Mm -hmm. water, all the different moon phases and everything. But, um, I, I think I'm going to start doing that and tying the the knot and then wrapping it around the bottle that I am oh, cool. charging in, in that moon phase too. So I'll have actual water to use to nice. like dress candles yeah. and stuff and then also have the the knot magic in there. I, I love my, that so much. Wow. Yeah, one of my friends will, um, I think specifically she does seven knots for every full moon. And like sometimes it's, she's not working on something specifically, but like... It, so during the rest of the moon phase, she'll have seven knots. She'll have seven opportunities to use the energy of the full moon. Um, so so she does that like every every um, every cycle of the moon, and it's just like it's nice. Even if you don't have anything in mind, like using that mm-hmm. burst of energy from the full moon, I I cool. really like it. That's cool. I, I I've never heard of that. That's really neat. Uh, yeah. And I think yeah. that it's definitely worthwhile because. Mm-hmm. 
who knows? Uh, you could be busy. You, you, you might have been looking forward to a specific uh, waxing moon phase because you want to really start to move your energy and be uh, actionable and mm -hmm. uh, uh, start to play and, and manifest. And you just are not available to participate in any of that magic. Mm -hmm. Just tie up the moon for a little bit. She, she loves yeah. it. Uh, she's yeah, a, and you can do it with any memory. phase. I mean, it might be harder with the dark moon, but okay. the moon's into with... BDSM confirmed. <laughs> oh my god, she is. <laughs> she, she, Dommy, mommy, Luna. She loves so it. So I see someone in chat saying the amount of mason jars is unreal. I actually wouldn't recommend using mason jars. I would say to use smaller like vials. Um, cause it's, I mean, I guess it depends on what you so need what to you use. use. Mine are big. <laughs> Mine are like these kombucha bottles. Well, I like them because they're like, uh, pop tops. I originally got them when I was making my vanilla extract, but I love it. But I, I use it to water my plants. I use it uh, a lot. So okay. I'll add it to my okay. baths. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I need a lot more than just, a, if you're just doing well, a couple drops thinking, to like add to a spell I, like, or like to a me, I'm imagining like, okay, I need to grab some of the full moon energy from this month. Like I am, I, I, to me, it's like, are you, well, how long are you store? Are you using this for months and months and months to come? Or is this just to depends, like grab depends a little bit of my storm me, water? Yes. I'll use that for a while, but moon water, I usually try to use it by the end of the cycle. cycle right? So can, That's what I would yep, imagine. So use but it all throughout the month. For sometimes it also depends on like i have i have bottles um from like from a full moon from like two years ago because it was a specific either like something specific happened yeah around that full moon or it was a specific astrology thing um like 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 um i'll i'll keep bottles of water from um from the lunar eclipses specifically because yeah. that has a very very um like these things make sense to me so like specific. storm it has water a specific energy <laughs> i have kept i've kept like snow like snow mm -hmm. i guess snowflakes turn them into but i like these things happen less often right um or yeah. maybe you're somewhere where it snows every day but like uh whatever it is like a, a crazy storm a hurricane comes through hurricane water is probably like crazy to work with Ooh, um fun. so like i i can understand those but like to me it's like you've got 500 mason jars i've got waxing crescent moon for the scorpio i've got like like it's it, that's where in my head i was like why do you have this much water like what I feel are like you a lot of it just depends on what you use it for so <laughs> you yeah. better watch out the government's gonna come after you for harvesting <laughs> rainwater <laughs> yeah right I, that's, that's a whole I other conversation I actually <laughs> that makes me so mad <laughs> right? i i haven't actually made moon water in a long time just because i uh, life that whole spiritual burnout episode you know uh, but usually Classic. when I do make moon water, I make three bottles of it. And I, I like to use like fancy wine bottles and or like I have a painted like, wine things. bottle that but, I use. <laughs> but but I I make three bottles of it of like the regular moon water, but because that's what I use to water my plants throughout the month. But yeah. then um but like if it's a if it's a special uh, moon or or it's a like a special like a certain astrology thing that i want to keep that energy of i'll make another bottle <laughs> so and, and since um, we're talking about moon water i just want to jump in and say moon water is just water that you keep out during a moon it doesn't even need to be outside yeah. try to keep it near a windowsill maybe but even then if you can't do it the magic's amazing it'll 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 find Magic finds a way to infuse itself and, accordingly. Uh, but of course, if you can try to get it in the light of the moon in some way, yeah. shape, or form. The yeah, like, uh, ideal and, moon water is like a, a see-through glass container so that the light of the moon can reach it yes. in front of a window or outside. And then 
ideally you remove it before the sun hits it the next day yeah. Yeah. oh so, yeah i never do that it's, it's hard I so, um, but my I say, it's actually so, really sweet he'll like put my bottles in the pantry if he sees them uh, out on the sill because he gets up so way earlier than me so, so another thing I'd like um, to... you can oh I, I was gonna say it's very common to like most people make full moon water but you can do it with any phase of the moon i make a lot of new moon water um for those new intentions new beginnings um kind of energy but you can do yeah. it with any phase depending on what you're trying to capture mm-hmm. so another thing i'd like to mention is something that vlc's brought up in the chat but we we touched on this like briefly but not in specific that the new moon is very good for cleansing and releasing and the full moon is very good for like the height of the energy and charging yeah. so you we're talking about moon water but you can do this with any magical tool really yeah. um so yeah. your athame athame however you pronounce it um or uh crystals wands. are a very yeah. very com- oh, yeah. yeah wands crystals are very very common and i feel like are very like baby witch uh like baby's first witchcraft is like i got my little quartz crystal i'm putting out <laughs> under the full moon i feel like that's like a bi- big yeah. first yeah. step for a lot of people the moon is accessible Everyone mm-hmm. has access to the moon and her magic. Yes. And I think that's one of the most powerful parts about It's her. one of the first things that everybody like dives into um, with witchcraft yeah. is like, okay, what even, like full moon magic. Even if you're poor, even if you're paycheck to paycheck, the moon, she's always there. And she will always Unless offer you live guidance. in an underground bunker. It's also yeah. nice though, like I, I don't, I want to put a little more stress on like we're charging our moon water, we're charging our crystals, we're charging whatever mm-hmm. else. Charge your body too. Um, yeah, I think that, that having a moon meditation moment, even if it's sitting in a window, or um, if you if you can't get to where you're looking at the moon, like I, you got to be in a bunker, right? We all can go step on our front porch for two seconds to look up, just connect with the moon. Where is it in the sky? And I, I didn't used to, so I'm leaving work. I was working, I was nocturnal at this job, third shift. As I'm walking to my car, I'm up in the sky. Where is it? That's it. Mm -hmm. I've connected with the moon right there. What's it look like? I'm making eye contact with it. I'm thinking about it and making an, an active connection with it. It doesn't have to be some really intense ritual moment, although there's power in that. And I would recommend that too. But it can just be as simple as I went to my kitchen and made myself a little nighttime tea. And you know what? Before I hit the hay tonight, I'm going to step on my front porch. I'm going to sip this tea Mm -hmm. and look up at the moon for a second. And just and that's, again, a tapping into the intuition moment. You're 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 creating a quiet space for yourself and and a moment to connect with nature, understand the phase of the moon. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't know these like. We're giving this like info dump of you don't you don't know this is called a waxing crescent. You don't know this is that, but you're you we intuitively and like in our soul understand. Yeah. We we all understand how the moon works, whether we know we yeah. do or not. It's just built it's built into our DNA. So just the, yeah. the act of going out and connecting with it. And if it is through a window because it's really cold and it's snowy, that's fine. Um and if you can't see it because it's cloud cover, that's that's knowledge. You can't connect Still with there, the cloud cover. The cloud cover, yeah. though, is a it's a symbol in and of itself. Yes, like yeah. the, it's yeah. so. There's so much like. I that- do want to touch on one quick thing because you talked about like the the visualization of the moon and looking at the moon and like especially if we're talking about like ancient traditional kind of astrology and everything. Everything was based off of visual back then. We didn't have um, the instruments to really, like all that came from our eyes first and what could we see from the earth, what it looked like from the earth. 
and there's like still such power to that um like that's like yeah. where all of that magic like initially came from so even just getting the one visual is even is if, huge even if i do nothing else for the full moon i make it a point to go out and look for it and I mean, yeah. sometimes it's up during the day, so I'm not going to see it. I don't. But like, but if it's if it's out at night, I always make it a point. I step outside. I look for the moon. Great. I don't the moon. always. Hello, moon. And, and I, I will say that, that the moments in my life where I'm just like, oh, I don't even know what the moon look. I haven't looked at the moon in weeks. I don't even know what it looks like right now. The only reason I know is because we're doing Celestial Cafe about it. Like the moments <laughs> in my life where I've been completely disconnected from the moon are usually when I am so far like down a tangent and down a rabbit hole that is unhealthy for me i've completely lost track like i'm i'm and i'm stressed out i'm neurotic like more so than normal <laughs> it's just my resting state i think all this air sign and all this air energy in me but um so I, I I think that it's worth noticing, too, when you're having moments of disconnect from the moon or disconnect yeah. from nature in general. Like w after a month or two, you realize like, oh, I don't even know when the next full moon is or I don't even I haven't I haven't seen the moon. I haven't made eye contact with the moon. And I don't know, maybe you're someone who works during the day and you have to go to sleep at 6 p.m. and be up like there there's there's just because you can't see the moon doesn't mean that you're not practicing well. I don't want that to like have come across or anything, but I just want to encourage you to like, it doesn't all have to be this, like by the book, you know, sit in my room with my grimoire journaling, all of this, like intricate, it can just be as simple as looking at the moon and stepping on the porch and just being there with it for a couple of seconds, 60 seconds, 30, you know, 30, having this connective moment. Um, and I do outside at all at night. I just like not even thinking, but if I like, I don't think about it. I just look for the moon, like no matter what phase it is in, no matter what, like, and I live in Chicago, we have a lot of cloud cover. Like there are many times I cannot see the moon whatsoever, but I always look for it. And that's just like one of the instinctual things that I do all the time. Um, and it's not for any like specific working or anything. It's just like, oh, I'm outside. It's nighttime. Let's look for the moon. So uh, another another thing I want to mention about the full moon is that this is top, typically where the phrase lunatic comes from, which I think we've yeah. probably mentioned in a past podcast. But um, there's... Uh, I don't know if there's evidence for this, but there's a lot of speculation that uh, maybe someone can can say or not. But there, more crimes happen during the full. I think moon. there's actual statistics yeah. in yeah. like like EMT uh, and like uh, ambulances and like people like it's coming to the hospital and not. stuff like that on full moons, isn't there? It's actually it. That's a rumor, but it's not actually. That's the what case. I'm saying. I um, think that we. I think it's a joke about it, but. I, I but did. as someone who worked with the homeless population and worked with like at risk populations and the mentally like people who deal with mental illnesses, I worked with them for years. You definitely see in like um like they get people get less sleep because the full moon because it's bright. Yeah, the full um, moon so, is out. So it's too bright. You do see an effect on especially I absolutely people who are have outside more, a lot more. I have more insomnia yeah. during um full moons for sure um i have a harder time sleeping and i stay asleep I'm more restless with my mm -hmm. sleep but yeah and uh, i i mean i mean i think that full moons are one of the more um cosmic experiences that like even the normies get affected by you know what i mean where where um i think that maybe the average person won't pick up on a waiting gibbous or or even tap in too much with a new moon but full moons are such a discussion point for even people who just aren't 
in touch with their magic, you know? Um, mm-hmm. pe- people like to, uh, I don't know, like, like everyone likes looking at a full moon. Everyone likes being participating, par- participating in the full moon, uh, whatever that means to them. And it's um, like how people always, people always blame the full moon and people always blame Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, I don't know. Uh, there's one more thing I'd like to bring up in regards to the full moon. I is... did just find a study that actually shows that there was increased crime on full moon days. And then also the seventh day after the full moon and new moon. But those were considered insignificant. Because I was just but reading a long term study done for that... several years. Yeah, I was just reading something a couple months ago that refuted that. So. Um, we, we have a, uh, a folklore stereotype of werewolves that transform on the full moon. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that this is an interesting uh, image archetype um, that there is a creature that transforms into its true, full, powerful, wild, um, uncontrolled nature during the full moon cycle. Yeah. And after that, it returns back to its normal quote. It's, it's Wolf folk- folklore self, and right? witch folklore are actually like super intertwined mm-hmm. too, which is something really interesting. Maybe we yeah. could. Yeah. I was actually going to type in the ch- in the our, in our group chat later like that we should do a moon folklore episode because yes. there's so much so before we jump off of full moon because I was rudely interrupted by my headset dying uh there's just a couple thoughts I want to throw out there um one baths uh I, I really think that full moons are so good for self-care I think that they are one of the best days to tap in and nurture yourself and love yourself and and bubble baths are just like the bread and butter of full moons if you're looking to soothe yourself i don't know i just i don't think there's anything better i don't think there's anything more magical than a beautiful salt bath on a full moon um it's just so cozy it's so kind and and you get to just douse yourself in this this what I, I don't know it's perfect it, it feels it feels like heaven um and i just when i see the full moon when i think about the full moon i think about that that bursting of water energy that is already radiating just from the moon existing but now it's in its fullest illuminated by the sun surging with creativity and movement and intuition uh she's got the full package going on um and and I don't know. This is this is the time that usually most people just like recharge their stuff, uh, their their items themselves. <laughs> um, and for those who participate in spell work, this is a great time to get a little extra boost of energy. For I, I'd say like it's sort of like the the quartz of the moon phases. This is a pretty catch all moon phase uh, where if, if at the very least, if you if you can't catch any of the other phases, I would recommend trying to catch the full moon and sort of capturing whatever the full moon is to you, because it's when the moon's the loudest, proudest and um, she's blooming. She's she's in full bloom. And uh, I don't know. I think there's something really beautiful about that. And uh, I don't know, just just. Uh, and note, and keep in mind, I'd say keep in mind with all the phases, but especially with new moons and full moons, check in, see how it, how it's reacting mm-hmm. with you. Like I said, I get exhausted on full moons, so tired. <laughs> I got a nap all day long, and that, that, that's why I'm I'm such an advocate for full moon self care, right? Uh, and but for others. This is the day to get shit done to move. Yeah, to, I feel like I have so much on. energy during the day, but that by the time it gets to like actual nighttime, I just want to like. Oh, relax. Uh, so <laughs> not cozy. me. 
I, I did want to mention one thing on the subject of new and full moons. There's often, if you if you journal, it's really easy to see this happening. There's often, like, if you start yeah. something on the new moon of, like, say, the Pisces new moon, the full moon six months later, the Pisces full moon is often, like, one that will be actually culminating if it's a long-term project. A lot of things, like, if you start them on that new moon um it'll it'll you'll actually see that come to fruition on the full moon that corresponds to it uh right. so if you want to do if you want to do longer term things other than just like the the 28 day 29 day moon cycle um if like that's something to kind of plan for like with the if you especially if you want to work with the astrology of the moon as well which we yeah we focus episodes on those each a month each month yeah. um and mm -hmm. yes so i we are we are like i want to try to get us into a wind up space of this and i it's there's so much to talk about with the moon there's that so i'm it, it's i feel very like scattered with how we've kind of a, well, uh, approached this so far i feel like um, we well could, here we go but, have a moon but, podcast but but <laughs> we we should probably create spin-off episodes of this that focus mm -hmm. on some of these things in more detail so we've got folklore yeah. of the moon um and then these special moons so like the eclipses and the and the blood moons and all of this kind of stuff i think these will these these could be sections that we create our entire episodes around um because For there's sure. there's so much to go into with uh moon magic and it's um not until we sat down to try to talk about this that i realized like how we could probably sit here for eight hours and never run out of things to say um right now um i think that we still need to kind of touch in on the waning moon energy yeah, here and talk about waning. so this is great we'll wane down the uh the topic as well well, okay. Well, this this is a good time then to talk about. So the full moon has hit. The energy is full. We are full, full of Luna's love and <laughs> guidance. And now it is time to check in after this big burst of energy and we enter into the waning moon phases, which is consisted consists of the waning gibbous into the third quarter or the last quarter and the waning crescent, which then leads back into a new moon, uh, restarting the lunation. Uh, so uh waning moons uh like i said this is sort of the evolution from water into earth energy um i feel like um after the big burst of of the full moon luna starts to retreat again she 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 used up a lot of big energy there and now she's using the last of her energy to kind of curl up and get comfortable and and uh, reflect. I think this is a really good time to reflect, see how this lunation went, check in with yourself. Uh, listen, listen, I think is a good word here. Uh, this is also the waning part of the, the lunation is awesome time for dream work. I feel like I'm constantly doing dream work during this time where, uh, you know, I just was bombarded with messages throughout the whole beginning of the this, this energetic burst of moon phase. And then as I'm starting to wind down, I'm starting to collect data. I'm starting to edit from what I experienced previously. Um, and I think of really another important, powerful part of waning moons is, is uh, uh, releasing and banishing is the big thing for me. It's like, yes. it's, it's the final part of like, if you set an intention at the new moon, it's you've been working on growing this thing through the first part yes. of the, the cycle. The second part is what do I need to let go of so that I can really accomplish this thing what's yes. holding me back what do i need to release what do i need to let go of and also at the end 
releasing this thing that you've been working on. Yes, this whole time. yes, and 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 uh, it, I think that we get a lot of intel throughout that the first few weeks of a of a lunation cycle, and then um, when we're when the moon is starting to retreat once again into her her peace, um, mm-hmm. she needs to shed some of what she's learned you know and 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 just honor the lessons that were offered to you because i i also think something that happens with people who work with the moon pretty often the third quarter hits and there's like a crisis mode almost where it's like oh my god i didn't do anything this lunation or or oh god like i didn't do the thing that i set out for in my full moon and that's why i think another important thing with the waning moons is gratitude being grateful for the the last like 20-ish days of the cycle, um, being grateful for all the lessons that were given to you, um, offering yourself grace, um, and, and, and just, I think that while the beginning part where we, we got new moons and the, the waxing phases, it's really like small picture stuff. It's really like clinical where we're like picking and choosing, um, our goals and stuff. And then I feel like as, the moon gets big and far away. Um, I think that we we sort of enter this this big picture mode where it's like, okay, I don't have to like dissect every little thing that happened. I just I'm gonna close this out and rest and rejuvenate and just look at the big picture and just be Closure's grateful that I a good way to like look at this for me. Cause like also, yeah. um this is like for me the time period of like baneful magic too. Because it's all the stuff that I'm flinging away from me. It's like, all right, be gone. Like, get out of here. I do a lot of, like, reflective magic as, yeah. like, what you're throwing at me. I'm going to send it back to you and twice as strong kind of a thing. Right. Um, and so this is a good time. Like, we mentioned, like, banishment and, like, yes. removal and releasing and letting go. This is a great time for cord cutting. Um, mm, yes. Even, the, like, we mentioned, like, uh, we did a little letting go kind of ritual um, with bay leaves in the, yeah. uh, the Discord a couple months ago. And this is a great time for anything like that. You know, even if just like you mentioned, feeling shameful if if you haven't yes. done anything yet, this is a good time. Like as soon as you feel that, let go of that shame. Like do a little mini banishing yeah. for that shame. Like write shame on a piece of toilet paper and flush it down the <laughs> toilet because you don't need that in your life right now. No, like no. just let it go, get it out of here. Be gracious, be grateful Panthera, for the journey. Panthera, like letting go of her perfectionism of magical oh, time. No, wow. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. What do I have to release, okay, Fisha? I'm getting there. <laughs> What do I have to release? Oh, what do you have to? Oh, um, um, candy. I don't know. That just came to my because we talked about it earlier. <laughs> I was like, hold episode. on. I was like, I want to know what we, I got. Let go we, of that. We talked about it earlier. In Probably the candy. I mean, too much candy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, honestly, like just this waning moon phase. It ultimately rest, rejuvenation, uh, uh, gratitude, uh, banishment, boundaries all that fun stuff um, as, as we enter the shadow, which I mean, we can also just associate with shadow work that we're going back into the subconscious. We want to have a clear head. I, I think that's the big thing. We want to have a clear head after all the action that happened during this lunation, clear head, clear heart, clear mind. And, and uh, yeah, just, Oh wait, no, no. that's full heart. Full... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I fear. I don't know what you're talking hey, about. I, okay. I can make pop culture references too. Just nobody else knows. Them. I was going to say that was, that was too niche. <laughs> it's it's um, not even from a show I've ever seen. It's Friday night lights. I just know the reference. Okay. I don't know what damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but like, I, I, I guess that's all 
and and then from there you you cleanse and you clear and you recalibrate with this 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 waning phase and then once you know it you're back at the new moon and and you get to start fresh once again it's this beautiful cycle that all of us journey upon and that's another thing too like like all of us are on this phase this moon journey all the time it's just up to you if you want to tap into it uh and and be guided by it because i think that there's a lot of um I don't know, ways to track our progress. We have calendars, we have um, hours of the day. And, and I think that a really special and magical form of time management is the moon phases. It's a 29 and a half day process. Um, and it's so gentle. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a lot so like special. me and Panthera talks about on the magical timing episode. Um, there's it's there and I mean you can just go about your life and do whatever you want but I think mm -hmm. that there's like a gentle guidance that comes about and it yeah. it for me working with the moon phases and being aware of the moon phases and things like that and and lining up how I'm going about uh creating things and this isn't I, I like I'm really not like a I don't do spells I don't have an altar I don't do I don't do that but I I use um knowledge of natural cycles to line up with how I go about being creative and, and doing my work and, uh, um, sh streaming, whatever it is, like when you publish stuff and a lot of billionaires and stuff have astrologists that they're tapped into as well. Right. That's why movies yes. are released at certain times. Concerts happen during certain times. Mm -hmm. Albums are released during certain dates. And anyway, that's a whole the way, other... the way I stream and the way I put out readings on my website is all astrological. It's all very, uh, and I feel that that if I tap into where the moon phases are, I, I there's like a, a gentle forgiveness I can give myself for not having energy at certain times or understanding why I'm really fired up. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Like it's, it, th this is a natural, it's natural for us to go through these inhales and exhales of energetic, yes. uh, capacity. So, um, I, I think that working with the moon is a really great way to release some guilt and responsibility on yourself as far as like, especially in this day and age where it's like a, you know, hustle every day culture, girl boss yeah. culture and stuff where we feel this overproductive energy. I think that all of us probably think this on a daily basis. I wasn't productive enough today. I didn't do enough today. I didn't do this. I should have. I think that we're constantly in this state state of mind where we have to be pushing, 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 going, 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 making more money, doing more things, creating more, being bigger, being better, you know. And that's like that's just capitalism, baby. But um, <laughs> I think that uh, that that having calling back into these natural cycles and becoming more in line with them and allowing yourself to fall into the rhythms of them is so much it, it, it's so healthy it's for freedom. the body and it's so healthy for the mind yes it's it rewilding freedom. you're rewilding yourself you're reconnecting to the the natural cycles of nature rather than the ones that are dictated by society and the government and uh the big clock you know uh like <laughs> fuck 24 hour system i'm on moon time baby we're mm -hmm. we're we're going back to to basics we're going back to uh all we had at some point you know yeah. um something that's been consistent in our skies forever and i think that's where the true power of the moon comes from and the sun uh but in this moment it's the moon <laughs> she she she's always present she's always here and uh she's willing to work with anyone that that beckons yeah. and heeds her call mm -hmm. and can be as much as 
or as big of a part of your practice as you feel called to do too. So yeah. there's no pressure. You don't have to work with the moon because it's witchy and it seems like the right thing to do, right? right? Like it's some people are more drawn to the yeah. sun. Yes. Some people yeah. are more drawn to just general astrology and the planets and more celestial beings. Yeah. Some people just some work people... with like what's up below our feet. Like I was that's gonna say, it. some people don't work yeah. with celestial magic at all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they and that's work with the earth. but I would argue that they probably are because if they're working with the earth, they're probably like lined up with like <laughs> there's the a, there's this and... knowledge of like everything being connected to right but it's yeah. where where yeah. you're driving where you're directing your yeah. energy to yeah. and so on yeah yeah and all of you listening just happened to fall upon a podcast with four lunar witches so true true <laughs> that's just yeah. what's happening and here of course, I've I seen mean, a few I people... mean you can kind of guess it from the name i've so. seen a few people true. here and there in chat talking about how in this culture the the moon is masculine and and so we're we're not going clearly going to be able to cover every cultural understanding of There's lunar so archetypes ever and that is absolutely <laughs> yeah. not what we were attempting so to do with we this episode not, we are not a history um, podcast yeah. no we're just kind uh, of chatting about but it is our very own... fascinating if you want to do your own research yeah. on like just, what cultures or what mythology you yeah, are just, fascinated in or what might be part of your ancestry and doing research from there and kind of yeah. seeing if you follow the same line of thought of like uh, yes this is what I think the moon is associated with or, or yeah. so on it's a good this little just our this is how our personal practices are uh, so what is what are y'all going to be doing this weekend um winding down into the new moon that's hitting us on monday uh well i definitely have goals that i'm setting actively i i i i very recently started goal setting again i took a break from that for a while because i didn't wasn't hitting any goals and it was really stressing mm -hmm. me out uh so i decided to throw that idea in the garbage for a bit and now i am ready to set some goals and I, I i'm excited for the for the record for those who are listening uh right now this new moon's gonna be in pisces pisces oh that's beautiful uh, that's a Very super watery time <laughs> that is a super watery super dreamy super heady new moon uh mm. She's, she's going to be very talkative, I feel, for those who are receptive, uh, especially during this time. And it's and it's on a moon day, Monday. Uh, I don't know. Beautiful times ahead for anyone who's tapping into the moon this week. But, um, yeah, just goal setting. Um, and uh, I, I've actually been feeling the call. I've never done this before. A vision board. I've never done a vision board before. But, um, I don't know. Just something that I can kind of glance at and tap into and... Um, feel inspired by I don't know inspiration's been such a buzzword in my world lately I'm ready to be inspired again and yeah I'm gonna be flame. doing a lot of goal setting as well a lot of list making and planning how I want to do things because next week is my grand return to streaming what? and Yay! content creation and making youtube videos and stuff but i want to be ready for it i haven't streamed seriously in like two years and i just like i want to be ready i want to like actually have things planned out and like so i can manage my expectations really um because i like have all this i put this pressure on myself that like i used to hit these numbers i know i'm not gonna hit those numbers but like i have the expectations that someday i will so so like i am making lists about like what goals i want to hit and like what i want to focus on so that's that's actually like the rest of my weekend is going to be focused on that and also schoolwork because i have a project that i haven't started yet but um but, but that's that's it's very much like very much new moon energy is planning 
what I want to see happen for the next month regarding coming back to content creation. Yeah, time. cool. See, that's a nice, that's a nice solid goal it's, miner, a little bit more. Yeah. It's interesting that you have like your start back to streaming next week because I'm, I'm doing a big schedule change. So I'm trying to become like, instead of a night streamer, um, like an afternoon streamer. Um, so I'm doing like a big schedule change. I'm also rolling out a new podcast, um, called the shady whispers where I do like ASMR soft spoken readings of royalty free books. I'm starting with Alice in Wonderland. I'm really excited about, but, um, I'm also going to start rolling out blog posts and YouTube channel or YouTube videos. So it's interesting that I wasn't, I haven't been aligned with the moon for the last like couple of months, really beyond what we're doing with celestial cafe. Um, but I, over the last like few weeks, I've been kind of gearing myself up for, uh, you know, going into not, not quite overdrive, but I'm pushing the gas a little bit stronger on what I've been working on already. And I had started creating a planner, um, and a schedule. And I was like, you know what, I'm not going to start this week. Um, I'm still going to kind of like, I'm going to start to integrate a few things in this week, but I'm going to, I'm going to go for this next week. And now that we've had this conversation, I'm realizing that it lines up with the new moon and it's right with a new cycle. And so this is just, again, makes me go, we're all intuitively lined mm-hmm. up with this stuff and yeah. we don't realize it and things line up and fall into place a lot of times into the natural cycles of the moon yeah. uh just just by beautiful like uh synchronistic uh coincidental happenstance whatever you know however you choose to see it it's very yeah, right. serendipitous yeah. so and it's yeah. worth mentioning too that i'm planning on streaming next week too uh so Ooh. I don't know. There's we're a lot of energy. This is, I feel like the springtime energy is starting to tiptoe in here, though, yeah. because we're all starting to be like, okay, time to time to like a little fiery De-hermit. energy starting to yeah. yep, hermit mode is, so, is ending. So, not to put Panthera on the spot, but what what about <laughs> you? I'm Are you coming back to streaming? I have too much on my plate right now to get back to streaming. Um, I did do a huge Etsy update that I'm still working on, but there's already new crystals rolling out each day, which I'm really excited on. Guys, there's these beautiful moss agate towers. It is taking all of my heart and soul to not keep these crystals. They're like, they're like this big. They're these massive, beautiful, they're, and they're like, modeled. Do you know, like, do you know dr- how they have long... druzy pockets. One of them is a hagstone. You can see through the. Cor- oh my god, guys! Like, it's oh. already up on my Etsy shop. These moss agate towers. Go check them out. But they're for some they're reason, absolutely Chicago, gorgeous. Like Chicago shops don't carry moss agate, and I can never find it anywhere. And, These are the and most I love beautiful it because pieces it's great of moss for, agate I've ever seen. It's great for money work and creativity. So I, love I love them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So those are up. I'm creating a whole rollout of tumbles, which I'm really excited on. So most of my crystals are look at them and choose. The tumbles will be different because they're smaller and there's just too many of them for me to individually mark. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they will be intuitively <laughs> chosen. Um, and I I think I'm going to do like a big sale maybe here soon. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be rolling out a lot because I really want to. I need some income so that I can buy more stock because I really, really, really want to do mystery boxes. Oh, those are so fun. if yeah. you want that to happen, buy some crystals <laughs> so I have money so I can restock. But I'm so excited. So, yeah, right now, um, calcite mushrooms were just added on there. These chocolate oh. calcite, they look so they're amazing. Chocolate. I love them. Um, they look fantastic. So just to definitely check out the Etsy shop, etsy.com slash shop slash Wares. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going to be working on this weekend. Um, nice. I also just need a really big kind of reset in my magical practice right now. So that's okay. what I'm going to be working on is 
I need to clean my altar, start it from scratch kind of a thing, just right. uh, completely pull everything down and then rebuild. And uh, so I'm going to be doing a lot of like spiritual house cleaning, I think, this weekend. I'm probably going to be doing my um, new moon, dark moon stuff more on like Sunday evening than Monday because okay. Mondays are just rough for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I it's love like Sunday nights day. for working or for magical stuff because it's like they're calming to me. It's like a chill evening. Chilling. There's not much going on and I love it. Look at all of us stepping into this next lunation mm-hmm, with, yeah. with with ideas, with goals. This Energy, is good shit. yeah. Yeah. And good luck to anyone listening who's going to be yeah. taking advantage of this this new moon magic. Uh, with all this new knowledge at your disposal, uh, dancing through this phase, the, 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 the flow of the moon. It's there for you to harness. It's there for you to have fun with. She loves new friends. So make sure to and say hi free. to your local moon. Feel free to let us know in the Discord what you're getting up to this weekend or how yes. your first week of this uh, this new moon cycle is going to go. Um, you can find the Discord link on our website at celestialcafe.org, as well as all of our other social media and how to support us on the Patreon if you would so choose. Um, and uh, I suppose that's going to wrap us up here. Um, I will probably be posting a blog about the eight phases of the moon just from the research I've done this week. So hopefully that should be up by the end of the week at my website at heyshadylady.com. Um, and I got to create, I got to convert it into something. Um, I'm trying to keep, keep things moving, but, um, I guess that's it. We'll see you. We will not be streaming next week's episode, but I will be streaming my first tarot stream, um, in like six months or more. Um, on my channel Thursday at around 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be starting earlier in the afternoon. Um, and uh, so stop by if you'd like to, to hang out for that. Um, and uh, we'll be doing, we're recording our um, meditation is, is practice for death, kind of like little mini sewed me and Dukes are going to be doing. And that we'll be recording that next Thursday. Uh, and it will be live on podcasting platforms on the 27th of February. And then we'll have y'all updated um, through the discord and stuff at the end of February, we're going to get together and kind of plan out March's content together. And we'll let y'all know what episodes we have planned. But if you have anything in specific, you'd like us to talk about, um, we've got two spots uh, that, that might be available. So let us know in the discord, especially if there was something from today's episode where it's like, oh, y'all just kind of touched into to werewolves and, and moon magic, how to go into that a little bit more. If there's anything yeah. you heard us kind of touch on, not just in this episode, but in any episode, or maybe I we haven't. I fucking love werewolves. <laughs> maybe, so, there's, maybe there's a topic I know we, you would, we haven't touched on yet at all that you would really like to hear us go into. Please let us know. We're open to suggestions for sure. Um, and you can, you know, do that through, we've got an email address on the website. We've got social media or we've got the Discord server. Um, and I guess that's going to wrap it up. So thank you as always to the lovely hosts for helping uh, make such a great conversation about moon magic. And thank you to those of you who showed up in the Twitch chat to support today. And for those of you listening on podcasting platforms, uh, this does go up as a video podcast archived on youtube.com as well under Celestial Cafe. Um, and we do live stream occasionally over at twitch.tv slash lady. It's usually two Thursdays a month. So there's lots of ways you can enjoy our content and support us. And we are so grateful for all of you who have been showing up consistently to every episode with us. We really appreciate you. This has been a lot of fun and we're looking forward to bringing some more fun magic shit to y'all so i guess we will see y'all uh in the very next episode so everyone have a wonderful weekend bye Goodbye. bye